0: all right now everybody i know we've been keeping you on the edge of your seats the entire show but he's made it our man ricky has made it in the building and we're gonna see if we can get some clarification on what the hell is going on with all these nfl injuries your favorite heisman's favorite heisman hey hey what up ricky
1: hey what's going on what's up ricky how you doing, sure bro? I'm great. Right? Okay. Great. Let's get down to brass tass. So, Like, how do we? How do we, How would you evaluate? Like, which is what's going on in general right now. Like, are you even are you, are you looking at like what what house we're in? Like, how does that work?
2: So, if it, it depends, it depends on the context. Um, and so, I was talking to Alex yesterday, and and you know, he was talking. We we're was talking about. The, the energy of the, of this week of the season. And so as an astrologer, I'm always looking at things through astrological energy. So always doing this kind of translation and the words and the way he was describing it, it felt like Scorpio, you know? And then I thought, okay, it's Scorpio season. And then he said, this happens every year around this time. And I said, if it's an annual thing means it happens the same time every year, it has to be related to the season or to the sun. And so, you know, people kind of joke about it and say, oh, Scorpio season, and they take that for granted. But this idea of Scorpio season is ancient, right? If, you, if someone reads about Scorpio in a book, they're going to see a lot of things that are quote unquote scary. And this is the time of year where we celebrate the Day of the Dead. We celebrate Halloween. So they knew, okay, that this is kind of a dark time and we need some kind of way to honor and express this because if we do Like don't, a blood
1: sacrifice.
2: Exactly. And if we don't do the blood sacrifice, then we have bad luck, injuries, all this shit's, you know, come, it, this stuff comes to the surface anyway. Yeah. Um, that's and the, so,
1: injuries are like the equivalent to death in football, right? Like, I mean, I say equivalent because then they're done for the season type of stuff. Especially, like, I mean, especially fantasy, right?
2: You know. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean,
1: and, and we 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 the I guess the terminology is poor, but uh, you know we'll always refer to someone as uh, he died, like oh Kirk yeah. Cousins is done for the season, he died. Like, yeah. I mean, like yeah. you know, we don't want these guys to die actually, but yes, figuratively speaking for fantasy purposes.
2: Yes. Okay. All right. So so now now this is this is something that you know a conversation with Alex last night got me thinking about is is I think, okay, how do I understand that from the football player's perspective? Because I've been in this situation, okay? And, and so it's like every year, right? Every year, every year in the beginning of the season, okay? There's always, ex- every year, 100% of the time, there's always excitement, right? Because mm-hmm. it's all possibility. So everyone has this kind of excitement, okay? Yeah. And, and And there's, but there's also uncertainty because you have ideas about how you think it's going to be, but you don't really know how it's going to be. OK, so we enter the season excited. OK, and then the first we enter the season, we go through the first couple of weeks. OK, and we, we start to get more and more of a reality about, OK, how is it really going to go this year? OK, <laughs> and sometimes it's going better than we thought and sometimes it's going worse than we thought. OK, and this is about the time of the year where you realize what you really got. OK. And, and so this is like, Scorpio is about getting to the bottom of who you, the guts of who you are, right? It's like, it's like a gut check, you know? Mm. And so you get to this point where you realize where you really are and like no judgment, but it's real. Like deep down in your heart, if you're really like in it, okay? It doesn't matter where you are. You're going to keep giving your best. But if part of you is like, man, we ain't going to win shit, I'm mean, i I'm, I'm going to stop giving my all, okay? people start to turn off, okay? And in yes. football, if you're not giving your all, if you're not all the way in, your chances of getting hurt and finding an unconscious way to check out, right? Yeah, we call okay. business decisions around here. Yes, exactly. The chances <laughs> tend to go the chances tend to go up that unconsciously, you're going to put yourself in a position to check out. So, it really is a gut check. And I think if a team around this time and and sometimes it happens organically because someone on the team is a good leader and they can feel that some people are not all the way in, Right. And they'll go up in the middle of the team meeting and they'll give that passionate speech to get everyone to check in. Sometimes a coach does this. Okay. You know, but I'm telling you, like if you think about to me, the best football coach that I ever been around was Nick Saban. Okay. And Nick Saban is a double Scorpio. Okay. His sun and his moon is Scorpio. And he had this way of talking to us. I remember the very first day of practice, his very first NFL training camp practice, okay, in Miami. And it was hot, it was humid, okay. And it's the first thing he said to us at the end of practice, he said, "Y'all need to shut the fuck up." He said, "If y'all are out here complaining about this heat, y'all ain't gonna win shit." You know, right? and that's real. And that's real. Okay, that's why I love football because you can bring you can bring this kind of realness to it, and you'll see. This is the time of season where you see who like who really has it and who doesn't, who really wants it and who doesn't. Dang that that that's crazy because he's the he's the double version
1: of it. Yes, he's the Scorpio exactly. Scorpio. So he's really going to let you know, like, you know, if you got it or not, he, maybe, if, especially if you hone that, right? You get to a point where you could, when you're scouting, you could tell, like, yeah, this kid got it. Yes.
2: That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what makes him a spell. He can tell. That's why, you know, I, I figured it was weird when I left, you know, and went through all that shit. Nick called me and he said, we'd love to have you back. You know, because he must have he must have recognized. I don't know if he talked to people or something, but he recognize must have recognized that I had that kind of dog in me, and we got along great, great. Hell yeah! Shout out to Hess.
0: What up, Hess? He said, "What up, Ricky? What up?" He said Shout he's up sparking greatness with Heisman. Hell yeah! All yeah. right. So what's the uh, what's the new news on Heisman as far as uh, Nevada goes?
2: Um. Oh. Oh. I mean, I guess I can talk about it. It's not 100% in the books, but the 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 best the best grower in the state of Nevada uh who is also a retired professional athlete. Um you know, call, called us up and we started having this conversation and he's like, "You know, let's do something special for the Super Bowl." So, we got a, we got some genetics coming for the Super Bowl um, named after me, okay? okay. Sticky Ricky um, nice. Oh yeah. The sticky, the sticky Ricky is coming, and is is grown organic living soil. So you're gonna taste it. It's gonna be fire. Um, I'm excited about that. You know, related to that, you know, you know, when I got went through all my stuff with cannabis, it all happened in Florida. And just this past week, uh, we launched Heisman in the state of Florida, Hell and yeah. the same thing. We got organic living soil cultivators. So it's it's the. I'm not just saying it. I'm saying it because I went around the state and chose is the best flower it's the best flower in florida might yeah. even be the best flower in the country so I, i'm you know for me i was like if i'm doing florida i'm doing it the way like that that i'm proud of what i'm putting my name on and i feel like i found probably the best cultivators in the country at least from from my experiences so i'm i'm excited
0: and everyone's I mean, gonna be stoked i saw the packaging and it's all you know the dolphin-esque colors and everything that's Real nostalgic, I'm sure, for people picking it up at the dispensaries right now.
2: The timing is great. You know, the Dolphins are rolling. So people, you know, people are, they got something to celebrate. Hell yeah. Oh, I got a question. Peter
0: Rifa. So Tyreek Tyre Hill, he's got his podcast, and uh, he's, he does a once-a-week joint. And he every week he just keeps talking about how the Miami Heat is uh, the 12th player over there. How is it playing in Miami? Like, if you aren't playing
2: there every single week, um, you know, it's first of all, I think what I was saying earlier about Coach Saban, there's a ment- there's kind of mental toughness that you that you have to have, especially if the coach really does a good job. That you have to go in going into the season. So, Dolphins had a couple up and down years, I know, but traditionally the Dolphins start fast, right? Because we had the advantage early in the season. Um, and then we go through this gut check time, you know, and that's that's real in in Miami, especially if you start off fast and you get caught up in the Miami lifestyle, you know, mm. if you get full of yourself. Right. It's a temptation. So yeah. it's one of those. I think every place has its own challenges, like locations, environments has its own challenges that teams have to deal with because the players are only in the in the in the facility half of the time. The other half, they're out in the world. So, you know, some places like Green Bay, you know, Buffalo, right? It makes it easy to focus on football because really there ain't shit else to do, you know? So, you know, so it's it's important, you know, late in the season. For me, people say late in the season, it's hard to go play in places that is cold. Um, I don't think so because for us, we get to go back to Miami, you know, they got to stay up there. Uh, But I think later in the season, the fact that it's nice, the weather is nice for us the whole entire season. It means yeah. we can get good work in at practice. You know? Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, like, like
1: I feel like going to a place like Denver is is, is that more like a, a, a more of an adjustment because you're going to like altitude or a place like like Arizona? Like, is that is, have you ever found yourself having to prepare different when you go to places like that?
2: Yeah. Every place, again, every place brings its challenge. And sometimes it's the, like, especially indoor, you know, more contained. It's more of the elements. For instance, whenever we go up to play in Seattle, we always do the blare, the music and practice because, you know, it's going to be loud there. And that's one of the things in the environment you got to deal with. If we know we're going somewhere where it's going to be wet, you know, we'll play with, we'll practice with the wet ball. I remember I played a game in Kansas city and it was like seven below. And, and they don't have heat underneath their field so when the field is frozen you can't Get wear cleats hard. because it's just ice so we had to wear like little nubbies um oh, and, and so I practiced in nubbies so I had I had an advantage um, because I was comfortable in the sh- and sometimes it makes a difference if you're used to practicing and playing in a certain kind of shoe and a certain kind of cleat and because <laughs> of the elements you have to change your cleat you know it's not a big effect but that sometimes that small, piece of being a little bit uncomfortable. Sometimes even have it like if your jersey is torn and you have to do like the backup jersey and it doesn't quite fit the same, you know, those little tweaks sometimes, you know, can make a difference. Yeah. I mean I mean sometimes the uncomfortability might you know bring something else out of you. You know what I mean? If you're that kind of player. Hell yeah. yeah. If you're the kind of player that thrives when you're uncomfortable. You know that's why a lot of people will make themselves uncomfortable on purpose. Um I've never um, I never played football like that at a higher level at all, right? So like, whenever
1: I say an opinion from the outside looking in, it might sound crazy, but like, I like, what well, like I view some players like I'll be like, yo, this guy got it, or some people are just timid. Like I think like someone like a Kenny Pickett, is just like timid. You know what I mean? Like then you have some like a Gardner Minshew, like the straight gunslinger. Like it, it. Do you think a lot of that ha- has a lot to do with with the astrologies? Hell or yeah, one hundred percent. Is it like system? Like you know what I mean? Like Because I is that is that
2: mean calling someone timid? Because I feel like when I watch
1: Kenny Piggy, he's just scared of everything. You know what I mean?
2: No, it's it's not. So like right, ideally, okay, ideally on in anything like football where there's this in an expected level of um of of activation, right? Of performance. Okay, each person. Right. It's like when you play video games. Right. It, not everyone has the exact same skill set. But if the person can maximize their skill set, they're going to be the best one out there. Right. Someone might be a sniper. Someone might be just, you know, going around and just with a shotgun. Right. Just blow people's heads off. Right. But, <laughs> it, it, as long as you find your style. Right. And if you take the one that the person that just loves to camp and, and snipe and you say, go play this way. Right. They're going to fail. They're gonna fail, and so it's it's a combination between someone's innate gifts and finding a system that that optimizes someone's innate gifts. And I don't care if you're at the level of the NFL and you had enough talent to make it there. The next step to to maximize your talent is finding the right system that optimizes your unique makeup. And so if you if you have a player and their nature is that what makes them good is that they're calculated. You know, they might spend tons of time studying film. And the reason they can pull the trigger in that moment is because they're prepared. There's no doubts. Okay. But if you take that player and you have a coach that doesn't prepare them super well, but they expect them to just be intuitive and go out there and do it. Then when it gets out there, we're going to say they're timid. And it's not that they're timid. It's just, they're in a system that doesn't Mm. appreciate their gifts. Like Virgos are very systematic, right? There you go. Earth signs. Earth signs are about practicality. Like an earth sign will deliver. But the reason they deliver is because they've taken the time right, to make sure everything checks out. But you can't expect them to make decisions like that in the spur of the moment, especially if they're not prepared. So if I had a quarterback with a lot of Virgo or earth sign, right, you know. I, and usually he'll be open to it. Let's spend a little bit more time in film. And I say, are you 100 percent comfortable? Right. And I look him in the eye. And if they are pretending, I say, nope, we're going to keep on running it. And there's going to be a moment where you can tell they got it. Okay, ah, Right. Then I'll put mm-hmm. them in a situation where I expect them to to be a gunslinger, but not until that moment where I know that they're 100 percent got it in their bones, comfortable yeah. with what I'm trying to show them.
1: That's a very good point, because then I, I, I think even for Kenny Pickett specifically, it could be like, it's, it's Coach T, just, uh, you know what I mean? He's like, listen, we're going to make it easy for this kid as much as possible. Yeah, you you're going to have to win in spite of this kid. <laughs> you yes.
2: know I mean? Yeah. But the, the key, I mean, sometimes coaches are stubborn, you know. To me, and, and it's difficult because sometimes the, what the front office thinks the best player is and what the actual mm-hmm. coaching staff thinks oh, the best player is are, are not the same. You know, the best coaches, Parcells, Nick, is, again, they understand their system, and so they understand the players that are going to fit best in that system. And so they, they go after the players that fit best in the system, not the players with the most height, right?
1: So you have me thinking, something you
2: said resonated with me, like, you know, like kind of
1: finding the strengths and playing the strengths. And it kind of made me think of Belichick, right? Like he kind of made a career of that, right? Like, yes. you know, getting other players that didn't work somewhere else. And then he, he, but he saw something like, okay, and it fits, it's tailored to whatever he's trying to do. And we've seen him do that time and time again. So The question is, what do you think is going on with them now?
2: Like I know, there's no braiding, obviously, but like, what do you, what do you think, like? Okay, so here's the thing. There, I saw a quote. I think it was, it was a Bill Gates quote. You know, my my wife and I, we have an Instagram page called The Astrologic, Um, and we put every day we put up a quote to people whose birthday is that day and a quote that matches the sign. Okay, so Bill Gates is a Scorpio. You know, his was like, life is not fair. Don't expect to be some shit like that. Okay. Right, the truth, the real shit. Right, stop complaining, shut the fuck up, and get the work done. Okay, so uh, Nick, something Nick was good,
1: how gut checky is
2: that, right? <laughs> it, it's real. It's real. Yeah. Yeah. And so, one of Bill Gates' quotes was something he was talking about how success can breed laziness. You know, and it's like it's something that happens so much in football, and this is really the like the gut check time. You know, is yeah. that when you have a lot of success, oftentimes you forget all the hard work and and effort you put into getting there and you just think that you start to think that you're lucky you know and when you Mm -hmm. start thinking you're lucky you stop putting in the hard work and the attention to detail because you forgot that's how you got there and so i think what got Belichick to where to where he was 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 all of that hard work attention to detail dedication surrounding himself with the right coaches ah so important for head coaches and then he got brady right and then it like took off and it lasted a long time but all, all of that success Right, it's like he we get lazy, you know. And then Brady leaves, and he has to re, he has to remember, okay, all of the hard work, dedication that that helped him get there in the first place. But now, you know, he's fifteen years older. You know, doesn't have the Man. the same drive, desire, passion, right? But the identity, right, of who he is, right, that changes the a little remain. bit more slowly. Yeah. You think so, he
0: uh, would ever coach anywhere other than the Patriots? We hear all the stuff about the hot seat. That he's on the hot mm. seat right now, but I don't really believe it.
2: You know, if if he's if he if he still wants to coach, like really in his heart, my sense is, you know, you'll see. Like, um, I think he needs to find um, like a, someone to be underneath him, you know, to really. Because I think at this age, right, in order to stay passionate, you have to feel like you're handing down your wisdom to somebody. You know, I think that has to be a that has to be a big part of it. I know. Um, I think.
1: <laughs> Wasn't it like I think like Saban and um was it Ozzie Newsome? They were all together right with Belichick like in the beginning. Yeah, I yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They all kind of had their little own respective empires they built. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I could see like if anything, like maybe like you know what I mean like he would maybe I maybe mean, work with Saban or something. Like I could see that one day. You know what I mean? Just as some kind of advisor or something. Yeah. You know I mean, because I, mean, I, think- I don't see him coaching for another team. I think if he was done in the NFL, he's just done. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think he's done too.
2: You know, I think from my experience, his gift is really scouting. You know, and I think he got that from his dad. I mean, his dad wrote a book on scouting, you know. Oh, and wow. so scouting in the sense of, like you said, finding the right players that fit in the system, but also scouting the other team. Because when we played the Patriots, they always, they always had an upper hand, not only on what we were going to do, but like on our style. No. And, mm-hmm. and so they were the first ones that really brought back the three, four defense because it allowed them more flexibility and matching other team styles. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think, you know, his, his, that was his, that Was, was that Cornell? Genius. Was that Romeo Cornell under him at that point? At yes. That time? Yeah. Again, he had yeah. a bunch of guys, but Cornell, yeah. Cornell I think was the one that was the, the one that really brought it back. Cause they yeah. were, again, they, the, the Steelers have always been running, running the three, four. So oh, that yeah. was the one team in the, that was the one team in the league that you, that, and they yeah, were Dick so LaBeau. good because no because nobody prepared for it because we didn't see it very much. No they always ran it and then the Patriots started to do like a hybrid and like mix it in and it gave everyone fits and then other teams i guess right the defensive coordinators that were around that started to become you know more more desired and they went on and the the more 3-4 type of defenses started to spread and now you got a decent amount of teams you know, that run a lot of the 3-4 scheme. Yeah, what do you think about uh, Mike McDaniel's? I think he's made he's bringing innovation to offense, and again, it's a system where he understands what he wants to do, and he's gotten the the talent that can do it. You know? And he got he does he does have Garoppolo
1: for what it's worth. That was you know that was the guy who was bred in this offense, like sit, sat behind Brady for those years. It's really no, no, so no. Mike it's clarity.
2: Sure. yeah. Oh, Mike,
1: Mike McDaniels. McDaniel's. My bad. I, my, I heard. <laughs> my bad. That's me. I'm high. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it, but you know it's it's the clarity of the coach on what he wants to do and again who can help him do it and I, and i think that's what you're seeing with the with the dolphins on offense the the
0: yeah, couple it. interviews that i've seen of him it seems like he's got a lot of swag out there yeah yeah it, it, and he, should. And he the, should. i mean every time i've heard him speak i mean we we know he's smart as hell but um that's just it seems like all the guys are really responding to him though whatever he's doing I mean,
2: I think it's also they're able to identify with him, right? You know what I mean? Well, and I think he, like, he can identify with them. I think that's what's important. Whoa. Sometimes coaches think that they're on a different level, and they don't, right? It's like you can be intelligent, you can be smarter than someone else and also appreciate the other person's intelligence, you know? That way wow. you can collaborate and people can respect each other. It's and it's I like think-
1: it's almost like the inverse of when they say, oh, he's building this team into his likeness, right? It's It's like the inverse of that. Like, he's you know what I mean? Able to, to innovate uh, the with the personnel he has, you know what I mean? Create something that we exactly. haven't seen before.
0: Yeah. And, he, and even with I mean, him, when I was talking about the smartness, it, like sometimes people are so smart that they're not people, pers- you know, not it, people, people can't deal with people, don't know how to talk to people. He doesn't seem like he has that problem.
2: Exactly. And I think that's what I was going to say. I was like, I've been around coaches who are really smart, but they're like dickheads, you know? And so, You know, and you can have a smart coach, but they're a dickhead, right? You'll rebel against them just because they're a dickhead. And so you have to make, we make ourselves stupid because we don't like a coach and that's not good for anybody. So I think it's important for coaches, at least for the players to respect them. Because there are some coaches that are dicks, but they're, they're cool dicks. And so you laugh at it and you don't take it personally, but there's some coaches that are just dicks.
0: Who is one that you'd throw out there and throw? Pam under.
2: Cameron. I'm sorry, I don't like throwing people under the <laughs> bus. Okay. He can't, can't help I can't help it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and on uh, the truth is, I don't know if you can find one player that one player that wouldn't agree with me. Damn. You know? and he was smart. He knew offense, especially he, he knew that offense. You know? man. Was he one it's of those? Hard, it's hard to
1: respect him. Would you look back? At, is he one of those guys that, that that people have looked back and be like, well, because of him, I wouldn't have learned, you know, you know, how to put up with bullshit, or you know what I mean? or is he just I all the way back? So. It was. I think it's just all the way back. <laughs> We actually like that. That was on brand. <laughs> you know, we, we, we air people out over here. That, I mean, we,
2: we, we, we put out the grievances. But, you know, uh, but I, you know right, the caveat is I don't normally do this, but I feel so – it must mean something, right? I feel so strongly about it. I feel like I had to, like – I had to throw it I out. I felt yeah.
0: – <laughs> the way you said it, it's like you've been holding that in for a minute. I'm glad we could help yeah. you get rid of that. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Scorpio <laughs> season, right? You got to get that shit out. Yeah, it's a good oh, check,
0: yeah. right? Exactly. So, for him, for for that coach <laughs> – now, with some of the injuries, okay. I, I didn't go through and look at like everyone's birthdays and we still have limited information on, you know, just people's charts and stuff like that. But Kirk Cousins, Kendrick Bourne, both of those guys suffered season ending
2: injuries, both Leo's yeah. as well. Okay. So so he- here's here's where I go with that. And I'm again, I'm not we're not looking at charts. Okay. We're not even looking, we're not looking at exactly what's going on. But when you say that okay so let's see uh, it's a quiz here okay and you know no it's a extra credit so you don't get punished if you get it wrong what is the planet of injury mars mars yeah my guys okay so okay so so you know mars right now doesn't doesn't always happen okay but this scorpio season mars is also in the sign of scorpio so this scorpio season is going to manifest more through injuries and so so we can say in general okay there's going to be more injuries but when we look at the specific chart we can see who is going to be susceptible who is going to be in the in the path right of mars because not everyone has planets right at the same place where mars is passing Right, it's right. like I watched that movie Exodus, you know, in the Bible yeah. story where the mm-hmm. angel of death was killing people that didn't have the the lamb blood on their mm-hmm. on their top. On the on door. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of it's kind of like that, right? Where Mars is coming through, but if you don't have beef with Mars right now, they ain't gonna mess with you, okay? <laughs> yeah. If you do have beef with Mars and you handle it well, okay, right? Then you're you're fine. But if you have beef with Mars and you don't handle it well, your ass is gonna get hurt, okay? That that's the way it works. So you know the people that got hurt, right? <laughs> it's not victim-shaming. It's just astrological thinking. Is They had beef with Mars, and it didn't go well. I mean, I, I had season-ending injuries. And I look. the reason I can say this with confidence is because I've gone back multiple times and studied my chart when I had these injuries. And every single time, it was the planet Mars. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, so I won't tell the story now, but I have a Mars story of when I got hurt, season-ending injury that had to do with Cam Cameron. Okay, maybe that's probably mm. why I think he's a dick. Yeah. Okay. So- <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We, we, we stand behind you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So, so yeah. So, you know, Mars is in Scorpio. Okay. And Mars, but planets in Scorpio, and this is astrology speak, planets in Scorpio have a tendency to afflict planets in Leo. Okay. Mm. Right, because they're the 90 degrees away. So in astrology, we have two planets are 90 degrees away. They're squaring off against each other. And again, it just means right. An example of a Mars square is when we had to play the Steelers or we had to play the Ravens. Okay, it just meant we were going to play a good defense. And again, like I said, if we were up to the challenge, okay, we would win. We're going to be beat up, but we're going to win. If we're not up to the challenge, we're going to either get hurt or we're going to get our ass kicked. Okay, that's in a Mars time. You're either going to win or you're going to get your ass kicked. Like what about Uranus? What, okay. Uranus so, in the so this is, yeah, this is, so this is, um, this is another planet we see active when there's an an accident and yeah. we would call an injury in football an accident. It's something unexpected. Yeah. Okay? Something unexpected. And so at least in, in my, like when I broke my ankle, my second year in the league kind of destroyed me. It was Mars and Uranus. You know Okay. Yeah, because
1: Uranus is another synonymous one. Like, but but Second to Mars.
2: Yeah, Second to yeah, You got it. Second to Mars. So the yeah. nature of the Uranus is because just that was all in my
1: chart when you're breaking it down. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah, Uranus. It's shocking. It's it's shocking things. Okay, right. And and so even when when we're like someone the you know the, the the practice squad player that just got called up that has a huge game that no one expected that's Uranus too. Yeah, that's Uranus. Uh, like Daryl Henderson last week, exactly. That's shocking. That's anything that's shocking. I mean, like Will sh- Will Levis, right? I mean, this week coming oh, out yeah. of nowhere. Exactly. For, so so the, the feeling of Euronis is something happens, and you're like, damn, right, damn. I never thought that could happen, right? It that could be a double that. whammy
1: though. It could be it, both ways, right? Like something exactly. that shocks you, like that, like, like negative or positive, right?
2: Hundred percent. So here's an example of a of a of a positive uranus experience. Okay, someone, right? You know, they're they're picking up players. Okay, and and they see a player that is just got called up and is going to get a little bit more playing time. Okay, but in their mind, they think, oh, uh, he's not going to have a big game. It's not right. That doesn't happen. So he passes, but he has the opportunity he passes. Okay, right? The player has a great game. All right. He's like, damn, I should have trusted. Yeah, I had a good right? feeling. Yes, exactly. OK, three weeks later, a similar situation happens. OK, right. And instead of saying, oh, it's not going to happen. He starts to think maybe it could happen. He takes a player and guess what? That player has a great game. And everyone's like, how did you know? How did you know? How'd you know? Right. That's a positive. I do that all the time, experience. bro. Yeah. <laughs> and I am Uranus <laughs> I yeah, represent all Uranus. Iranians. <laughs> you, you get it. You get it. That's why, to me, if you're a Iranian person, you have to be comfortable and enjoy and appreciate the beauty of shock. Right? You have to. You have to realize because a positive experience of shock is somebody blows your mind and you start to see the world different. You start to see shit that was always there that you didn't see before. That's a. That's a positive experience. It's um, a little dope
1: because I went down the rabbit hole because when you were like, you see right here? Boom, you're, you're Iranian. Right I was like,
0: whoa. And I went down the rabbit hole and I was like, so proud. <laughs> like, yes. So it. me. You know what I mean? It. So it's all cool. we know is the sun signs here. But Dak, mm-hmm. on the flip side, you know, he has one of his better games of the season. Also a Leo.
2: Yeah. Okay. So at the other side of Mars. Okay. So if you think about... You think about Mars, okay. In in people in, in astrology, we say Mars is a difficult planet, Mars afflicts, right? But Mars is what makes people great. Okay. If right, if you think of good luck, okay, if you think of Tom Brady, and let's say Tom Brady had the best luck in the world, okay. And every time, and I'm I'm cartooning this for a reason, but let's say Tom Brady has the best luck in the world, and every game he goes out, right? Every time the defense goes on the field, they get a pick six. <laughs> yeah, but there's no Tom Brady. Okay, but they say Tom Brady has bad luck. Okay, defense is getting run up and down the field, so it requires him to be in situations where he gets to keep throwing the ball and scoring points. Okay, oh, then he becomes the greatest ever. So we need Mars. We need challenges. We need obstacles in order to become great. But if we for don't believe in ourselves, or we're not up to the challenge, or we can't figure out how to overcome the obstacle. Okay? Then like we get the our ass kicked, adversary. or we get hurt. The,
1: the, the worthy adversary makes the, the victory that much better, right? Like you're not just one hundred percent.
2: Yes. So, so the advice here, the this, this Mars. is this, but this is this is uh, this is good astrological advice. Someone going through a Mars time, find a worthy adversary. Mm. Uh, right? Whether that's an external person or something in yourself, in yourself. right? That keeps beating you up, right? And you're ready. You're ready to take it on. That's good. If you use Mars that way, you won't get hurt. You won't get And, and then get. couple
1: couple that with uh, couple that with the fact that we're in the, in the Scorpio times, right? So it's yeah. a good. That's a yeah. good second. Maybe you could better yourself yes. on the other
2: side. One hundred percent. Because Mars, right? And we say we say Mars rules Scorpio. So when Scorpio season, we're gonna That's why Halloween, right? We face things that scare us. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yes. Huh. And they do this on purpose too because we've had all these bye weeks and stuff and this is the week that, that all teams are playing.
2: Yeah, so it should be the opposite you know I think if I think if the if the NFL wanted to be smarter about injuries, okay you know that they would create if they're gonna choose a like a universal bye week, okay, make it the week of Halloween. You know, the Scorpio season, especially when Mars is active, because you can look in the future and say when is Mars going to be active. And so, mm-hmm. p- part of this and right and I, it's cool. You guys can handle this shit. So right now, Mars. Here's th- this little boy. Strongest planet is Mars, and as I'm saying, Mars, he bumps, he busts through the door. Okay? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah. So Mars right now is directly opposite the planet Jupiter. Okay. And regardless of what that what Jupiter means, it means that ours that Mars is extra extra active right now. Okay, and Jupiter tends to make things bigger. Okay, so whatever it Jupiter touches, up. we uh, see we see exactly we see more of it. <laughs> it's, it's exactly what Jupiter does. So so Mars right now is gassed up during Scorpio season. That doesn't happen every year, but it's this year it's the gassed up gut check, bro. It's the gassed up gut check. You got it. That's it. That's it.
0: Yeah, I never even thought about that—a universal bye week because Hess was telling us a little bit about what you said would be ideal for NFL season. You want to give us uh, your thoughts on that? What's up? On what would be uh, an ideal NFL—an ideal NFL season? Because I think you mentioned the the double bye week. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's you know it's already kind of it's it's funny. So ideal timing only works. It, it only it, the proof is in the pudding because if something doesn't have ideal timing, it ain't going to survive. And so certain holidays they they stay intact because they work. If a yeah. holiday just was hype, it wouldn't stick and we see all these silly holidays that that don't stick, you know because they're not timed right. And yeah. so the nature of the football season that it starts, right what is it labor day okay right yeah. Virgo season, okay right everyone's been getting prepared to start. Right. Mm-hmm. And then and then we enter Libra season. Ah, everyone's in love with football. Right. And it's early in the season, your body still feels good, right? You can fly around. And then you hit that midpoint and you have that gut check. You know? Ah, and this is like players who say we they we hit a wall. Okay. That's Scorpio season. Okay. And then the people that come through the wall, Sagittarius is about hope, faith, right? Their bodies come back, they see the bigger picture, right? They got they can see themselves going through the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, when you come to this, like like the end November December okay right either either people are checked out because they don't have a chance right or they got a second wind because they can see they can see the glory of the post you see the light right? at the end of the tunnel exactly okay and then you enter Capricorn season right around Christmas okay it's cold it's been a long season okay the ones that are really dedicated and committed and put the work in so that they're still able to keep going right these are the ones that like. The goat, right? The sea goat, Capricorn, right? In order to be great, right? You gotta push through, you gotta push through. You gotta mm. keep you gotta keep it going. You know? And then always the Super Bowl, okay? Ah, right. Is an Aquarius season. Okay. Ah, who is the best? right, Who's gonna stand out? And so the bad. season, the season is already kind of aligned, otherwise, to? right? But but as far as like the, the details in the season, okay. First of all, if I was a coach, okay, I'd wanna know. Right, who on my team was going through Mars stuff, right? And if I looked in their eye and they had that fire, all right, I'm, I'm starting them. If I look in that <laughs> eye and they don't have that fire, I'm sitting their ass down, okay? And then, themselves. wow, exactly, exactly, Cause, right? Because, like, going back to Dak, he, he, this was the
1: biggest game he had all year, and this is kind of what we were more accustomed to. Is Dak going out there slinging it, you know, getting close to 300, putting multiple tugs up. Like, and so, but he's kind of using the other side of the Mars shit and like benefiting for it, like wreaking (laughs) havoc with it.
2: Cause he's been getting beat up right. All year. And he's like, it was a time it was a gut check for him. Right. So for Mm. him to show up this way is like, you gotta, Mm. you gotta respect him. And again, my, my guess is you're going to see him build on this. Right, it's like when you go through the difficult time and you see who really rides with you, it makes people like buy in more. So my guess is you're gonna see the Cowboys really take off because the timing of this victory. And again, I would have the universal bye week. You know, um, I would look ahead of time and see when Mars was was really acting up. Because if Mars is acting up, it means anything related to Mars probably is going to be wonky a little bit. And if it's you're a football player, that's definitely ruled by Mars. So I would I would strategically choose universal bye weeks from when Mars was 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 really hairy. And I would have chosen this. I would have chosen this and, week this year. And that one's the closest
1: planet. So like that one's the. I mean, obviously the the. Uh the orbit doesn't change. So we know when it's, when it's, when it's coming around, yeah, you know I mean? Exactly,
2: we, we can look, like we can know look, when that joint's we coming can look 500 years in the future, 500 years in the past and know on every day, exactly where Mars is and what Mars is doing. Hell
0: yeah. It's always watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got any dark horses that you think a team that's maybe uh, not been looking so good, who uh, you think is going to make a little bit of a
2: push. I would say we would look at the games this week and say, who's who surprised us? So the Broncos. Ooh. <laughs> right. Because yeah, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. The, the thing about the other part about the season is something I think about football fans. They don't realize, okay. Is that the best teams. Okay. Don't start off as the best teams. The best mm. teams are the ones because you have to realize we play a football game. Right. And for the fans, they see the game and, yeah, they see the replay and they we talk shit the whole week or whatever. But on the player side, right, we play a game, right, especially if it's a game where we got our ass kicked. We're watching that film the whole week. So we're <laughs> learning from our mistakes. So uh, the, the best teams are the ones that get better each each week, and the ones that are figuring it out right now and hitting their peak is because they've taken the difficult experiences of the first part of the season and they've been able to transform them, okay, into heart, into gut, into knowing themselves better, into like the Vikings, who they too. really are.
1: Exactly. Vikings were under that under that category too in this past like month. they just been kind of storming until this injury.
0: And now well, Kirk Cousins couldn't battle Mars.
2: Exactly. <laughs> right, sometimes it's personal, but sometimes it's it's collective, you know? Yeah, or it's means- that
1: shocking, it's the Uranus effect, because it's like, here's Kirk Cousins, who I always call super durable. You never really heard him having no injuries or missing time because of games and whatnot, and then here he has, you know, ruptured Achilles, uh, at least that's what they expect, right? But, yeah, I mean, then that's that Uranus effect. Like, does that shock the hell out of me? I'm like, wow, like, he's actually... Had a major injury, yeah. Because he's been playing for a long time, and you can't tell me like he's ever had anything. You know, what I mean, it's kind of Tom Brady esque, even because he's also a fellow Leo.
2: You know what I mean, yeah. where I mean, they just stay
1: durable for the for the most part.
2: I see how this could be. Yeah, good point. I I see how this could be like kind of trippy for people, but it's interesting. It's interesting that you can look at an astrological chart, and I'm not going to say you can predict when someone is going to get hurt but you can see when someone has a higher likelihood of getting hurt. And again, it's football. Like the whole point is you want Mars. That's why I said I would look the player in the eye, right? You know, yeah. and I would like, and I would like gas him up, right? You know, I would, I would because the, the whole idea is the energy needs to express itself. And if it doesn't express itself consciously because we recognize it and we put our energy towards something, then it tends to manifest unconsciously in things like injuries, surgeries, etc. cetera. And this is things that even way before football, if you read old astrology books, they are saying the same thing. But it wasn't applied to sports; it was applied to battle. That's why Mars was the god of war. And even if we think of modern surgery and medicine, right? It all came uh, uh, to life because of war.
1: That is true. Because you can't you can't fix what ain't broke, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's when you have to come up with innovations too like okay that's why i guess in in, in relation to football it's like like i'm hoping that for my niners who's also led by a sagittarius with shanahan you know i mean like but like he's usually able to adjust to this personnel like this bye week comes at a perfect time for us so we can get healthy because we've been definitely feeling the wrath of mars yeah. Right. It's been <laughs> all the injuries, everything this past how long how long has it been
2: like basically October ish, right? That's when it comes around. So um Mar, so the Sun, the Sun enters Scorpio every year, like the 23rd, 20, 23rd, I think, of uh, uh October October. Yeah. Okay. But Mars takes Mars has a different loop. Mars takes about two years. 2 to 3 years depending on if it goes retrograde or not. So Mars takes about 2 or 3 years. So from our quick mind it's random, okay? But if we looked at what's called an ephemeris and we traced, okay, when is Mars going to be in Scorpio again? When was the last time Mars was in Scorpio? Right? Then if we map it out, we can see the we can kind of catch the seasons, but they're not they're not intuitive Identical. like the like the sun. Exactly. Okay. Oh, so 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 that's why you said earlier like this is the the rare
1: mars in scorpio yep yep you go and that's why and it's crazy because it definitely relates to the football like i was just even saying i was like man this might be like the ugliest football we saw like all year we had all the teams play like ugly as in like it's just brutal like you know what i mean you know what i mean all these um especially for fantasy because it was all these random dudes like like you know like a damien pierce i love him he Boom! He scored. Oh, score. no, he was down at the one. Then you know the backup goes in there, and punches it in. You know what I mean? Which just like we were seeing like all kind of like these like shocking Uranus
0: things yesterday. On the on the flip side though, we had a lot of defensive players who really just balled out of control.
2: It's that Mars, bro. Mars, yeah. Typically, typically on a team, you put the Mars players. On defense, right. So on defense, the the act is go, 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 right, go. That's Mars. Offense, right. You got to read, you got to analyze, and then you got to go, right. Too much Mars, you go too fast, right. So so typically, if Mars is active, we would expect we would expect the the defenses to be up. If if let's say Venus or Mercury were more active, we would probably expect the offenses some more precision. Exactly. There you go. More precision, more elegance. Yeah. Where we're like, that was a beautiful more calculated. game. Typically, when someone say like, that was a beautiful game, that's Venus, right? A beautiful game is not one where the defense dominates, mm. right? Necessarily.
1: Yeah, because and because that's also like what they what we would say was equates to entertainment, right? Because like you know, some people who love that they'll be like, well, I love those type of games. You know what I mean? Good defense. Exactly. Right? Right, but it's so I guess that part's subjective. But yeah, but that for
2: yeah, the greater you Got it. You got it. Yeah. But that person would probably have Venus in Capricorn, exactly. Venus in Scorpio, right? But the, what they like is that cuz that's what Venus says what we like. That's what that's the information Venus what feels good to us. And what feels good to us, what we like is different. So we'll all like different types of games, and I bet you could do a survey and looking at someone's Venus and get a sense of the kind of games that they would like the most. That's why in the
1: song she says I'm your Venus, I'm your fire, I'm your desire.
2: Yep, yeah, exactly.
1: What you want,
2: see? Yeah, okay, what you want. Right. Hopefully, but hopefully what you want are the things that you like. Venus mm. problems is we want things that we don't like. So mm-hmm. that's why a lot of times Venus problems show up in relationships. We get into a relationship with people we don't actually like, right? Or we think we're supposed to like them. But that's the thing about Venus, right? It's like, when, I, when you're growing up, everyone thinks that the, the cute girl is the one you're supposed to like. Until you get older and you realize that sometimes the cute girl is dumb, right? Yeah. Or her breath stinks, you know? Mm-hmm. And, so you... <laughs> know and, and, and she was too cute that no one wanted to tell her, huh? Was oh, like, exactly.
1: She was bad, but I didn't want to let her know, but listen, breath right <laughs> there.
2: You start trying to sneak into the gums just oh, eat man. a gum from her. Oh, no. <laughs> you chew gum when you kiss her and you, like, try to push the gum into her mouth. <laughs> you try to sneak a fragment in there, huh, when you kiss her. <laughs> Hes, so Hess said,
0: how long does this special visit from Mars last?
2: Okay, so Mars, let's see. Let me look. Yeah, I'm going to stay in the house. And the Go. Minnesota Viking queen
0: said, thanks, guys, enjoying the show. Appreciate you, Minnesota yep. Vikings. Hell so, Vikings. Yeah, Mar-
2: Mars will leave Scorpio on November 24th. And oh, man. Yeah. This hey, just right, right before
1: my birthday.
0: This has just begun. I guess the one good thing um, about the timing is over the next three weeks, each of the season, we got four teams on by each week. So
2: Yeah, yeah, smart. Ah, smart. Sure. That is kind of cool, huh? Because we
1: have this, that is new this mm-hmm. year. Where it's like we're gonna have three consecutive weeks with week, uh,
0: nine. week nine used to be the one where there was six teams on by like week nine and week ten, they bundled it all up into those two. Yeah, this is called the bipocalypse.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Makes sense. Uh, this right. was fun. Yeah, yeah, man. Ricky always a man.
1: Yeah, it's it's been it's been a minute, so
2: you know, it's great to have you at know, the triumphant return. You know, you yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was great. Thank you, guys. Yeah, we. Yeah, keep it, it coming. I'm telling you, Alex, you like both of you guys. You guys got a gift for this. So next time you notice something like that, please send me a text. We'll come and talk. Oh, about yeah,
1: it. yeah. There was something in the, in the air, as they would say, right? Like something's yeah, in the air. That's
2: that's something's part of foot. being. That's part of being. I mean, that's really what astrology is. It's you recognize something is in the air, and then you have curiosity, like what what is that? And then start, mm-hmm. a chart or astrology allows you to check it out and see if you can figure it out. Yeah. yeah something feels broke gotta f- try
0: to figure out how to fix it exactly exactly oh yeah this or, is a good- or, or navigate through it you know yeah I mean? yeah
2: that's even better that's yeah. what are maybe
0: what are maybe some things we could be on the lookout for um i mean i know it's tough because we're, we're kind of just like ballparking, seeing things. patterns yeah. and you know we're yeah. kind of just noticing stuff now but what should we what should we be on the lookout for as far as maybe greatness or uh or the or the opposite is concerned
2: uh, so th- that's that's what Mars are just challenges, right? so you should expect to see um maybe some some overcoming I think that so uh, it's an arc, okay, and so Mars just is about one th- one third of the way through Scorpio. So this Mars and Scorpio season is about one third of the way through. but each of the different phases are different, right like like the first the first month of school when you meet the bully, you know, like mm-hmm. you come home crying. All the time right and then eventually you get a little bit of courage and you have that like back and forth and okay. punch him in the jugular exactly either <laughs> either you punch him or it comes over and he punches you and then you have the last phase whether you learn from your fat lip to stick up for yourself mm-hmm. or you enjoy the victory right so it, it's not even like it's a story that keeps going on and on and we can have bad mars moments but learn from them and in the future we do better so uh, I think you, that a mars you can't song, really evolve until you, you hit a mars L- a little exactly. more than you,
1: you know what I mean?
2: Exactly. So, facing your fears, right? So, facing your fears. So, in the positive Mars time, you see triumph, you know, Ooh. you see triumph. And so, again, I think the teams that have been down and out and struggling, and there's been all this grumble, right? We're going to expect to see some of those teams really utilize this Mars energy and like come out on the other side, you know, the, the, the symbolism of Scorpio. Most people know the Scorpion, right? That the tail can sting your ass. But the others, the other symbol of Scorpio is the eagle, right? And the ones that get it right, right, they get their wings and they fly. So, yeah. so Scorpio is associated with the underworld. So expect some team that's in the underworld, right, to come out on top. And I say this energy is probably strong enough that whatever that team is that comes out on top. So if we if we took the standings right now and we fast forward to November twenty fourth and we looked at the standings. What team was under that's now on top, I would pick one of those teams to go to the Super Bowl.
1: I'm t- you know. I was calling it this morning. I was like, the Bengals, bro. The Bengals feel like that's, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just, ooh.
0: And last thing before you get out of here, Ricky, because Jay said uh, definitely learning some shit this morning. He said going to get my chart uh, this week. Where's the website if anyone wanted to, uh, you know, contact you about getting the, the chart read. What's the website for that?
2: So there's two things. One, the website where it's more individual, more expensive, but it's more individual, is Ricky And it's easy to, you know, you say hour, 90 minutes, you can sit with your with your boo and talk about that. Um, but but something that's much more affordable and really supportive of me is my my side gig, my passion project is my is my app. It's on the Apple store. It's called Lila, L-I-L-A. And if you know what time you're born, even if you don't know what time you're born, you can put your information in there. And we we wrote it in a way where it's English, so it's not like crazy hard to understand. But it's a way to start to interact with astrology and get a sense of how it works. Because we made it so it's something that you just look at it. You know, you can look at it once a day, once a week, or whatever, and slowly you start to you see it to how it works. It's easier to digest because you do it on your own time, and you you can see you can see how it actually unfolds and how it works in your own life and make your own. L A. Okay, I gotta cop that too myself. Yeah. Please. Yeah, I'm
0: putting it. Uh, I found it. I just downloaded it right now. I'm putting it in. Uh, I'm just putting how you spell it in the chat and everything. Yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah, we appreciate you, Ricky. Uh, yeah. We oh yeah, yeah. it's it's, uh, it's good getting the insight on some of this because yeah. we know that's a time and a reason why all this shit's happening.
2: I'm mm-hmm. telling you, like I appreciate you texting me, Alex, because it really got me thinking. Like I had a lot of really. Like, was, that's what I was downstairs this morning talking to my wife, and we were starting to talk about like Halloween and Scorpio. And then I was like, Oh, shit I gotta go talk to the guys. And I ran up here and, and logged in. So but thank you for getting my mind going. I really appreciate that.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. Keep right. it tight. Hell yeah. We appreciate you, Ricky. And yeah. uh, yeah, we'll talk to you All later. show Ricky,
2: you ready, Jim? I'm ready. Wow. just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Yeah, I'm gonna... Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm
1: hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You
2: put my shoes on, you, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, time, money grind. Yeah, I got the mind. ring, I'm the champ, i the G-E of the lamp. So this is the gift I was given, so I just live
0: by my hustle.
1: my pocket, it don't make sense, but don't make a profit So I hustle, ladies and homies Make money, make money, 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 Hold out here for a pill yeah, ain't no tryna get this money for real I want to find a thing to save my life So I hustle, hustle It ain't over for me, no, it ain't over no